0: On this episode, we're going to teach you guys how to take a heritage brand onto social and make it come to life.
1: With so many different platforms, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Kupco, where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media.
2: Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast by Cupco. you guys. You're tuning in for a dose of marketing and to get what's happening in the ever-changing social media landscape. So today with me, I have our beloved CEO, Chris Copernicus.
0: What's up, guys?
2: And then we have Maya, which is the head of social media and influencers at Metas. So to give you guys a context here, Metas is one of the Denmark's most recognized brands within beauty, cosmetics, wellness, etc., and so it has a very strong heritage here in Denmark, where it was found in 1990. Sorry, 1949. Uh, today, wow. Maytess has
0: Is that old, yeah. Holy moly!
2: So today, Maytess has over 2,500 employees and 263 stores in Denmark. By the end of this episode, you will learn how heritage brand is living on social media and how they can monetize their social media performance wow okay
0: that's a lot yeah I love it
2: all right we have a lot to unpack but let's start with you Maya please tell us a little about you and what you do outside of Metas as well since I gave this nice introduction of Metas (laughs) but who are you
1: yeah, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, it's I've, a pleasure. I've uh, been bugging you, Chris, for quite a while. Like, please bring me on the podcast.
0: <laughs> We're saving the best for last, really. We don't want to like come out too strong. We need to like save some really good guests for yeah. like down the line. Just so you know, that's yeah. our strategy. Yeah. We're like, okay, wait, we can't have her on yeah. too soon.
2: Engagement
1: uh, is low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: engagement is low. Like, let's get, let's get uh, my you
1: guys. It's too sweet. I'm sure yes. it's quite obvious. No, action. it's not. But um, well, thank you for having me. Yeah, You're I welcome. um i'm maya i'm the head of social media and influences Matas, like you you just said mm-hmm. uh, which is always so weird for me i always get uncomfortable by titles like really? that i'm always like "Ooh, yeah. am i You've really got a nice It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's cool yeah. uh, but what that actually means is that i'm alongside a lot of other great people just doing yeah. the day-to-day work with our social media channels at mates us uh, i've been with mates for six years now mm-hmm started as a project manager social project manager and um, that was also kind of taking care of our points shop which ah. i don't know if you guys remember but yeah, yeah we used to have a points shop where you could use your dates yeah. points to buy yeah. like towels and weird other things yeah. um so like we just talked about before we actually turned on the mics like this social media position was exactly what I really, really dislike about it's the social media and yeah. how it's evolving now because it was like a social media social media project manager position where I was also doing like a lot of other weird things. Yeah. I was also negotiating with brands and I was also mm. like running a lot of other weird things on the side because social was just like a a side hustle essentially. Yeah. 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 So um Would you
0: say it's gotten much better now? Like is oh, it yeah. more like yeah it's a professionalized area there's yes, some weight behind it for sure like that's good.
1: now we my team is a team of um 6 yeah yeah that's solely In-house, running yeah. social media yeah so i'll say we really professionalized yeah. it and it's cuz i and it's, some has to do with like the industry in general, but some also have has to do with the leadership team that is made us now. That really believes in the power of social, and we've proven it yeah. again and again. So mm. I think it's a good combination.
0: Yeah, Cool. yeah, that's nice to hear because I do think like a lot of brands, of brands that are listening and social media managers might also be, uh, you know, inspired by that because I think a lot of them are sitting in places that are like it's just me and i'm doing everything and i'm doing you know running around and i'm also carrying boxes and, mm. and <laughs> yeah. like there is yeah. a light at the end of the tunnel like you can stick it out and if you can grow your area and really show the value of it you can start to put together that big yeah. team that that is needed in mm. social so you're kind it's of paving
2: a, the way right or uh, paved the way for the yeah, team
1: I, and it was a lot about prioritizing you know projects that could actually make a difference like money wise mm. all the time and uh, yeah
0: because yeah. Yeah. they they want to see the money they want to see like yeah what's the return which is fair i mean if investment. i mean
1: i i would be worried if my leadership team didn't care about these things right so i i think that makes sense uh but that's because you can't do it all socially so widespread now that if you set out to do it all you'll fail all of it so you really have to know your goals and really prioritize so that's if you want to grow tip. your team yeah. that's uh like, a- yeah that's
2: a really fair point and a very good segue thank you for that because i uh, want to talk to you guys about metas on social media and you have actually three primary social media channels with 240k followers so it's instagram facebook TikTok, and then youtube and then i know you have other platforms own platforms as well but it's just with this big fan base in uh, on social and especially in Denmark. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you treat these channels? And then what's your goal exactly you mentioned for these channels?
1: Yeah, well, our goal overall with social media is, you know, we want to be the place to be for all our customers to hear about, get inspired about uh, health and beauty uh. um, in Denmark. So we, we want to have an exciting um, community, mm. an excited community uh, that, you know, comes to our pages for news and inspiration and to share with us and, and the other people in the community. So that's the overall goal. We want to be of course the biggest the biggest one in Denmark. Mm. Um,
0: Which you guys must be now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's your competition. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a, we have good, great competition in Denmark, actually. Yeah. So, which also kind of keeps us on our toes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So,
0: specific brands as well. Like, yeah, exactly. The brands that you sell probably you're also competing for attention. Exactly.
1: And a lot of those are, you know, big international brands. Of course. Yeah. So, we're in a, in a good, uh, spot because we we're both doing pretty well but we we're also constantly getting pushed to do better mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. We we're really inspired. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Do you guys get uh, competition from like a Sephora or like the more beauty beauty like specific because you guys are also health and skin and yeah. you're kind of an, a, a, little bit, a little bit more broad, right?
1: Yeah, so I mean, of course Sephora is one of our competitors. We see Magazine Beauty Elon mm. Beauty. Ah, yeah, yeah. Nomad, Those guys. Uh, nice hair. They'd be closer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah um but also like you mentioned single brands that are really really big because yeah we are and also actually influencers because the brands that work that work with us mm. um they need to choose our platforms over influencers now mm. as well
0: ah that's okay so that's interesting i guess okay. we'll get more into that as well about yeah. working with brands to actually create content mm. almost like an influencer would create content yeah, for them. yeah. Okay, but I guess we can get back into that. because yeah. later, do, but
2: it's just also more. Do you have any specific uh, criteria for how you treat the, each channel? Like, do Instagram has obviously does, but what's your uh, kind of primary goals for these channels?
1: Yeah, well, they they all kind of have the same goal, but we have kind of different personas attached mm-hmm. to different to different uh, platforms. So we I use Instagram as like our. Um, like a, a good first-hand impression. Like yeah. We wanna look our best, we wanna mm. be the best versions of ourselves, mm. whereas Facebook is more like our authentic self, where there's also room for mm. things that might not, not look in, as beautiful as things always look on Instagram, and mm. then we have the playground where we can be our innermost self, like childish self I I, I guess which you can is TikTok say, right, which I is imagine. TikTok yeah okay
0: yeah. that's funny yeah. yeah I think that's a good b- breakdown because I think mm. that's also kind of how the platforms break out yeah. in terms yeah. of what they're good for so as you're really feeding into that also which is great
1: yeah because yeah. it, it it helps us again because I think all those three different platforms could probably do a wider range of, of things for us but again like to, to actually do well on each platform we kind of have to hone in on all right how what what purpose this this serve and then we make strategic choices about what content we bring to what platform mm. so it's if if we want to have all platforms do it all i'm i've seen for many years now that we don't really succeed with anything whereas now um we're we more specific about what do we want to do here what do we want yeah. to do here we see a better streamlined performance
0: that's great i think that's a good tip for for anybody not just heritage brands but like understanding what you wanna do per platform Mm. is just a really good um, way to look at it. And I think sometimes brands get caught up in, especially brands who have lower budgets, they get caught up in trying to do that too soon. I think you probably had a good journey towards doing it everywhere, like you said, like all things everywhere, all of the time, (laughs) sort of thing, Uh, to quote uh, quote that song. But basically, you know, you might start there but as you sort of refine and sort of as you figure out how do we get more successful here you quickly have to go to a place where it's like okay instagram is for this tiktok is for this linkedin's Mm. for this like and having separate channel sort of strategies right so yeah it's smart that you've done that i think it's a good tip for anybody yeah especially heritage brands because also they usually will have wide range of followers like All over the age group because you have so many people that have seen your brand and interacted with your brand and bought from your brand for many, many years. It's like, how do you cater to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can kind of do it via platform almost. Like Facebook's older, Instagram's yeah. a little bit middle, you mm-hmm. know, younger. Yeah. And then TikTok's really younger. Right? Yeah. So yeah. for the most part.
2: Do you have um, any synergies that you would like? Do you create any synergies and would you like? Where do you see more potential in synergies with uh, these social media platforms that Metas is now on? How do you mean? Like, how do you uh, combine all these channels? Do you have a, oh. a pr- pr- perhaps the content you, you want to utilize for a, a storyline you want to utilize for, you know, all the platforms? Or do you really think about this goes to Facebook, this story goes to Instagram, this goes to TikTok?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good question. I think our, you know, top funnel, really broad marketing campaigns, we run that on all platforms. Mm. Uh, if you've been following Mates as closely for the past six months, you might have seen Tirapo with Sophie Linde. Mm. Um, and we have tried to run that across, like Omni actually, mm. like across yeah. all our different uh, touch points. Yeah, yeah, even the stores, yeah. our emails and TV, everywhere we kind of meet the it's customer. A brand campaign in some ways. Right? Yeah. yeah, we of course, push that on on the different channels and what I see again and again is you need to today do a version for Facebook and a version for Instagram people that says people that that say to me we created a social version I'm like no (laughs) Ah, (laughs) there's no such thing (laughs) or like I'm sure but it's not gonna work you know Mm I we, we really see the power of a Facebook version yeah um Instagram version. Mm-hmm. Also, just like the inventory on each platform right now is so different. So, what how you use the copy on Facebook and how you use it on Instagram to, for instance, create engagement is so so different. Okay. So um, that's
0: yeah. a good tip. I think that's yeah. really gold. Like yeah, exactly that you need to not just create a social version, like you need the individual platform version. You can
2: optimize it for social, but you have to think about what each platform then really need. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and then
0: there's also organic versus ad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it's another split out, which is like Facebook ad versus Facebook organic, Instagram ad versus Instagram organic.
1: And again, it's like knowing what what your goal is with Mm -hmm. that particular piece of content and then optimizing. For me, some pieces of content is not about the widest reach. It's about the most comments. I don't care if my reach is maybe only a third of what, what my benchmark is, but if I have you know, that um, above ben- benchmark percentage yeah. of engagement, that's what I that's what I wanted from that. So we don't measure our each individual content on the same three KPIs. Mm. Right,
0: you change it up depending yeah. on what you're trying to do yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's also a really good tip for those of you listening is that like, you have to look at it. Like, for example, oftentimes we meet brands who are trying to get like, the click through is their KPI that they wanna get, but it's a video ad. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you really trying to get a click through on a video ad? Like, aren't you trying to get them to watch the video? It's not the (laughs) number one thing that you should be looking at here. And so like, the, the kind of mixed like, call to action in some ways like, so I think it's really smart that, you know, per, per piece of content, you really have to look at it and be like, okay, our KPI for this is yeah. X, and, yeah. and really go for that.
1: But again, it requires a lot of resources to be that granular with your KPI's and yeah. how Definitely. you measure things, yeah.
0: yeah. So this is the smartest way to do it, I think.
1: Mm.
2: What about this, um, speaking of all these platforms, they also have different functions, obviously. What's your view on Instagram and Facebook's uh, shopping feature, for instance? Does
1: it create a value for a brand like Metas? It really depends on which one. Yeah. we've seen like um, the social commerce space for us is a really, really interesting um, development. Uh, we have tested a lot of different things in our local network. Mm-hmm. We, all the different meta stores—they have their own Facebook pages, you know. Right. So yeah. um, that's w- mostly where we've tested um, different, yeah, yeah, different shop features. Of course, we have the whole like uh, paid setup, yeah. which is yeah something that uh one of my colleagues uh he's running so i won't s- speak on that too much but um i think also now the users of face- facebook and instagram are really ready to mm. shop yeah on app yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's and a the good, experience it's, is getting better and better yeah. right yeah. so yeah so it's a good so it's a good time
2: yeah.
0: yeah um i buy tons of stuff on social yeah. you do i'm always yeah i'm always getting like called out on the podcast here because people are like what are you buying I'm, i am that guy that like will see an influencer post or mm. i'll see something and i'll be all right click click to buy
2: i thought about you the other day well i think about you a lot obviously uh, a <laughs> huge icon <laughs> <laughs> but i bought something on instagram on an instagram ad the other day like, and you're like with, oh no with, no okay you're i think about it but just once i saw it i was like clicked on it immediately and bought it okay. and then i was like this this is this, is what, what, Chris this what it do. feels like to be like Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just
0: buying stuff. I yeah, thought about but that's that, me.
2: But I mean, like, I saw the ad and I was like, this, nice? I gotta Didn't have it. it
0: feel good to be me a bit?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, this, this must be what you feel when you're like the yeah. rush. <laughs> yeah. But of i actually actually. Oh, then also, pl- I was so proud of that ad, also because I was like, "This is targeted for me." I'm like, yeah. "This is really specific, and it's a good. I'm a good target audience for that." Yeah. Was it like,
0: "Hey, you?" <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
3: it was just <laughs>
2: demographics, and it's a uh, kind of um, a waste, a, a, a way of living, I guess that you uh, that they tapped into, like, um, yeah, exactly, country specific. But and, yeah,
1: because it made you feel seen, and I think that's exactly. what social commerce can really yeah. do, because it it actually. Especially what we've been running, like organically, the live shopping experience—it makes you feel a kind of, it, you know, kind of when you go shopping, it's also a social experience for most people. Mm-hmm. That when it goes online, it kind of takes away from that social experience. Mm-hmm. But we can see that that participating in a live shopping session, yeah, it's more kind of social, yeah, kind of yeah. Bring, brings that back. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it, yeah. So I, I think it's 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 really fun, and there's yeah. a lot of. Speaking of that, actually, uh,
2: let's talk a little bit about this in-store versus social media customer experience, speaking of shopping, right, because customer experience really contributes to the brand's reputation. And it's very important for many brands, especially when there's retail and there's stores, physical stores involved. And uh, Metas is really known for its customer service, advice and guidance when you when you come into the stores, basically. Do you have any strategies then to um, streamline this customer experience you're talking about on social and then? How, how do you kind of uh, create synergies between social and the in-store customer experience?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people, in, including myself for a long time, thought that the, the way to do that was kind of bring the customer advising part into the platform, mm. which it can be, yeah. but also feel like you need to be mindful that customer service uh, is a different thing on social. So mm. I actually think mm. the commerce elements on the platform is actually how you do great customer service there, making mm. sure to tag the product so the people know, like, what am I looking at? Mm. What's an easy way to get to it? Like, kind of providing the information there because I think it's great to sometimes be available for advice, mm. but you, and because social is so immersive now that you can kind of replicate some of the feeling of standing in the shop, mm. talking with a person, but mm-hmm. then again, it's, it's hard for us where I think you really need to think about what is customer service look like, like natively on the platform instead of trying to take an element mm. out of a, of a physical shop that works really well in that space and try to apply it one-to-one in on a social yeah. platform. Because I think, I mean, there's live and we also have the engagement elements on story where you can ask a question, but it's still, no matter, you really have to um use a lot of resources mm. and and social media like if i was if i was going to be there for a customer the way uh uh one of our matrilista can can be there in a shop uh, the content would not be for a lot of other people mm. yeah so it's very specific yeah yet. so i also have so i also think it's really important not to like to really to really figure out like how what's the great customer experience in mm. social yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But don't you think like that's, I think that's where we're kind of going with social is that, you know, brands are looking at it like they can kind of scale customer service in a new way. Yeah. Which is, I totally agree with you. Like when you get too many or as many comments about certain things like, mm. hey, can this work for this hair type or can this work for this or that? I think like aggregating that data and looking at it and going, actually, you know what, we should start making content about the specific thing. and then you can start to reference those pieces of content and say, go check out our our piece on which you know th- does this work for this in this hair type like mm. so I think there's there's a lot of, of cool things that you can do with that and then start to scale it um, in some ways. And then I also think that um, one of the cool things I've seen brands do is like and I'm not sure if you guys do it, but really loading the, uh, the caption up, with as much detail yeah. as possible, like these mm. are the ingredients in it. This is the because you know that you're gonna met be met with what's the price, what's the ingredients, mm. where can I buy it? Like yeah. so, like really, like unpacking everything mm. in that caption, yeah, for sure. So that you're kind of pro preemptively, sort of taking some customer service. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You're right. And I also saw the other day that Instagram Instagram has um, launched the seal. Mm? Yeah. SEO. yeah so that'll also yeah. help there right if you have got yeah. a lot of stuff in that yeah.
0: caption that it's going to help with the seo of it yeah. as well but search engine optimization for those of you who yeah don't know. yeah sorry yeah no. so yeah <laughs> i think we have some pretty smart listeners yeah. but i don't know i think they will know yeah. no you think so SEO. i don't
2: think they just watch for you and me they watch for all. <laughs> well maybe gold. you don't know. i did just for you guys yeah, I that's told right you. yeah
0: That's what brings the (laughs) boys to the yard. Yeah. The the milkshake.
1: Which I guess is you guys.
2: What taste will it be? Bubblegum.
1: Bubblegum?
0: Yeah. I'm Uh, the bubbles, you the gum. Okay, whatever. I have no idea what you've been smoking. (laughs) Artie's like, what the hell is going on? Are you catching any of this? (laughs) She's She's nodding. Yeah. yeah. I have a
2: question for you guys, actually uh what do you think when i say then customer customer experience that's in store what about community management is there equal sign between the community management that's the social customer experience can can i say like that can i phrase it like that in your in your mind social customer experience like calling it that Community management is there equal side between customer I, experience yes, uh, totally. and, and community management?
0: Right? I think it's a totally underestimated area yeah. where a lot of brands should be. You know, I'm calling you out there, brands who don't have any community management. It's atrocious. Like you have missing on a huge opportunity to actually talk to your customers every single day. Mm. Like I don't know how much you know more obvious it is. That they're there reaching out to you, asking questions, asking for engagement, and most brands are just, like, ignoring it. Yeah. It's a real, real shame.
1: Yeah, and I think... Uh, to, like to uh, stand up for all those brands that you just shamed. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking. It, it's a resource <laughs> issue. I yeah, totally, it's a resource I issue. I totally <laughs>
0: understand that. Yeah. Like, I'm not crazy. I know yeah, that it's a course. resource issue, yeah. but, uh, but i still. Yeah.
2: That's why you hire agencies yeah. to do <laughs> community management. <laughs> uh, it's not
0: that simple, but I do. I do agree that yeah, I'm on I, your I side it. as well. Yeah, I want. Yeah. I want you guys to succeed. Yeah. Um, but, but it's I, true.
1: I mean, uh, mm. I I'll be. I'm so proud to soon be able to present our newest community management strategy. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, we have hired a really talented young lady uh, to do our community management because great. we awesome. know, I've listened to you guys a lot. So. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I was complaining.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's good, I'm so glad to hear no, that. No, yeah. yeah.
1: We just see a lot of potential there and yeah. And, yeah. Untapped potential. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, for sure. Do
2: you have any tactics to uh, monetize this Conversion from online to uh, online followers to actual buyers when um, you're such a big brand. I don't know if there's any measurements you guys can take
1: from you mean from social.
2: Yeah. To the store. Yeah. Convert
1: online followers to uh, to buyers. Um, yeah, there is a sales model and I'm not sure I can actually t- say too much about <laughs> that. But yeah, we because we we it's know so much about model. our customers, yeah. we can actually see uh who buys online and do they also shop in the stores okay yeah that's nice yeah what does that customer journey look like and how can we optimize to help them better to Mm. be there for them on on the whole journey so yeah okay so there's tactics we're just uh, not allowed
2: to know
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i think and also i mean you're the you guys last year were the number one e-commerce brand in denmark you guys beat Mm. i think it was beat uh boost as well and our boot what are they called yeah boots b-o-t-t-z yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you beat them or beat no b-o-o-z-t so i mean you guys have done a great job of um of kicking ass on the e-commerce side right there's no there's no secret about that
1: yeah because i mean i think it's about like knowing our customers really well and them like us never leveraging in the wrong way that we know so much about them but yeah. actually they can see that we turn our knowledge about our customers into helping them mm-hmm. yeah. and like should, you know offering them valuable content yeah. if
0: you weren't doing that i mean yeah. it would just fall apart like i think so you guys are doing the right things right yeah so it cer- certainly seems like it to me yeah yeah
1: great that's good good to hear yeah yeah, yeah. exactly let's touch
2: about something that we haven't really spoke about yet but your uh but you're One of your personas, which is uh, on really uh, expanded on TikTok. Yeah, Uh, we know that you guys joined TikTok some month ago, a year ago maybe,
1: less than a year. Yeah, okay, so
2: almost a year. Awesome. Yeah, August nineteenth. Yeah, is the first. Is that the day? Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, we're gonna have to send cake. Celebrate. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, exactly. And stickers, <laughs> <laughs> decals. Yeah. So Metes is uh, one of the first brands to actually uh, be averse sh- on this platform as a it's a huge heritage brand uh, and one of the first actually on TikTok in Denmark. So uh, let's talk about this transitioning uh, transition. Let's talk about this transition that you have made with Metes and your team uh, onto TikTok. This evolution of uh, mm-hmm. of social, yeah, yeah, this journey.
1: What's your pur- how what, what got you guys there? Well, I mean, um, I think we created the Mates as Handle in 2000, maybe 19. So it's a long time ago. Wow, so yeah. at least you were following yeah. up on that. Yeah, just because, yeah, so we've been kind of sniffing it out for a long time. But again, I think what actually kind of, Was finally right was the willingness from the leadership team to actually really invest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we've been oblivious to the potential. It's just that again, I know priorities have to align. Yeah, Yeah, I just know from bitter experience if I if I spread my you know resources too wide, we won't see any progression. So it's just Mm. a matter of like uh, being able to kind of i mean on board you guys um get the real expertise that was needed to mm. kind of when we did it we kind of knew with a certain level of uh, with a level of certainty that yeah. that we would kind of succeed yeah. so yeah. yeah because we could have created some you know office that i see a lot of brands mm. do with great success actually but done some office TikToks about how we get coffee and how fun yeah. it is to work in mates from yeah. you know from a, like a pocket kind of point of view which Mm. is also fun but uh, i just you had other ambitions yeah 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 and i think this that's not what also kind of getting our brands on board Mm. like we had to kind of create a setup that was more long term than that Yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i think one of the things that i've seen you guys really successfully do is that you've talked tiktok meaning that like you went out to do it in Meta's own way with Meta's brand and mm-hmm. like the sort of aspects of, okay, we are a heritage brand, meaning that we are for your mom, but we're also for you and we're also for, you know, so there's a wide demographic here. How do you speak to a younger audience without seeming like, hey, cool kids? Like we're <laughs> yeah. we're also cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think also the thing that's been interesting to watch your guys' progression is is that, yeah, you guys have, you've, made the trends work for your brand without being totally off um and you've also shown uh what it is like to work at Matas, but also show what it's like to be a customer yeah at mm-hmm. metas and i think like that's in my opinion like it is really good um content that you guys have made and like and you've i think you've done it right so i think it's a it's a good uh, kudos to you guys and i and i think like other heritage brands if you're listening i think like if you can make sure you don't just fuck up your brand mm. and ignore your brand just to follow trends. Mm. Yeah. Have to like stay. True. You have to stay true to your brand, which mm. I think you guys have successfully done.
1: I think that was I think I sent you an email with like probably five lines about what I wanted to do on TikTok. And the first like the the very most important thing to me was that we still had to really stay true to our brand. And I didn't actually know back then that that would be important for the reasons that I see it is today. But I just knew that we wouldn't we wouldn't be allowed mm. yeah, to not, you know, really stay true to our brand. Yeah. 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 So um, but but I think
2: it's not only about luck, but I think it's more also about the mindset you go into with these strategies before you produce content that also dictates the outcome of it all. Right. So I think it's it comes from somewhere of knowledge and
1: Yeah, I think, and I also, when I I talk to my colleagues in the industry about how they run their TikTok, I I, I think how we invest our time is really uh, important uh, in terms of the success that you're talking about, Chris, because we spend a lot of time kind of uh, talking about the different ideas that your team provides. And then we actually sit for hours Mm. to create the right kind of, hook tomatoes Mm. so that's even though if it's yeah I it's something that I actually spend a lot of time on Mm. which I think is worthwhile because then now we're so aligned about how to create the right hook from some trend down to the brand that that it's like today we had a a meeting and it was fairly short because we kind of know Mm. Yeah, and Melina and the team—they know the lingo so well. You know yeah. what the hook yeah. looks like, and mm. yeah. yeah,
0: you got to get it under the skin, right? Like yeah, anybody yeah. that's working for a brand—I mm. mean, it's very important that you, yeah, you you understand and empathize and sort of feel it. And I, I also think the other thing that you guys have done successfully is be diverse without being overly woke yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean like i think there's like uh, sorry woke brands out there but there is like a place where woke becomes really cringy and it doesn't fit with the brand oh yeah and i think you guys have successfully really like showed the diversity showed that you guys stand for equal rights in different areas without being preachy and without being like cringy cringy and i think that's like a really um smart sort of uh observation i guess for heritage brands that want to be more new age it's like Find your places where it makes sense and don't go too yeah. crazy with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad to hear you guys say that because it's it's really difficult. Because mm-hmm. it's I experienced that no matter what we do, we kind of you know get yelled at, which is fair. And also, you know, when we get yelled at, I learn a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, okay, we'll backtrack and then we'll do it different. From next customers, time. So like yeah, comments, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which but that's social, That's yeah, the social landscape, yeah. right? So it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's hard, but it's for me, it's such a great development journey to be honest mm-hmm. like i i'm so appreciative of people actually taking the time to give constructive feedback, feedback or just feedback on like, yeah unlike you know you guys when you say it like this it's hurtful mm-hmm. for some reason or yeah. can you please show the right shade for this kind of skin tone and and this and this and i think it's 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 great and and to be honest it's that's what community is like we mm-hmm. talked about before and it's so valuable that we say yeah. Of course thank you for the feedback and then kind of do better and better and better but to find that balance that you spoke about kristen to still kind of try to push um the forefront Mm. of 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 kind of being inclusive and and diverse in our content it's 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 really it's it's, yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's hard but it's also what I what I love the most about this work it's so interesting and you can you get the immediate feedback from everybody you grow from challenges right Mm -hmm. Uh, and do you have can
2: you mention any other challenges with you know developing this new tone of voice for Maytest who has such a strong core already on Facebook and Instagram and then jumping on to TikTok? uh have you met any challenges besides uh, the board
1: the biggest one is people saying i it looks great you have a lot of views but i don't get it you know a lot of okay. even people in mates they're like i i know and and because a lot of it like you said is trends mm. so if you haven't seen the trend and don't really yeah. know what it means mm-hmm. you 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 like maybe like 60, 70% of our content, you don't really understand it. And even like Melina and, and the team has done a great job of kind of following up on some of the things that we did that got a lot of traction. Melina, we we made an eyeliner video where her voiceover so was like she was gonna say voila and then she said voila <laughs> instead. And a lot of people was finding that very funny. And yeah. then we built upon that and but and wow. then I and then I saw you know yeah when I show it to people this isn't this funny they're like I, I just, don't just don't get, get it. it yeah <laughs> but that's
0: us like okay I'm an old guy I'm probably the oldest guy in the agency no actually Jacob is Jacob uh, Clowmage I see really really yeah okay He's, Like two years older than me Oh, okay But I mean, there is this sort of Gen Z lingo thing, like there is a humor difference. There's a humor gap Mm. between the younger ages and and our age and your age even, I'm guessing, right? Do you relate to your sister? Uh,
2: No, not really.
0: No? Does she have like a weird sense of humor?
2: Yeah, she does. She really does. (laughs) But I mean, she also thinks my sense of humor is weird and outdated, right? So it goes both ways. Yeah, Yeah. 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 but she's uh, Gen Z from CORE. So
0: I find that often like the things that Mm. that we laugh about are totally different. So that's probably what you experience. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of different times. Yeah, because it's it's very, I would say the Gen Z is very sarcastic and uh, just it's funny to be funny in some ways mm-hmm. like it's funny for its own sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like there's no insight of the joke itself It's just because it's a joke. It's mm. a, it's funny. Yeah, exactly it's like, yeah. <laughs> What are we talking about? Yeah. here? Yeah, it, does, it doesn't
1: it, need to be like a funny point No, because mm-hmm. then no. the cat fell on the they, ass It's yeah. just yeah. like they're more, also huh, very good
2: at twisting what's already there to kind of give it a new meaning and then that's yeah. Funny. Oh yeah, 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 they're
1: so creative. Yeah, like and really like they make me often like the three. Another thing that I that we have gotten a lot of questions about um, with TikTok mm. in regards to TikTok is uh, the the three five people that we've chosen mm. to actually be the stars of the channel. Yeah, uh, and I think that's also why we've had the success that we've seen because those people. Those three Mm. amazing colleagues, young colleagues, they're just so great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're just. You do
0: have to have a certain it factor, an X X factor to do it well. So, oh, yeah, yeah. That's another tip for you, Heritage Brands. Like, find some people in your space, in your office that have that. You can't just throw any old person on. You have to figure out yeah, who's going to click with yes, the audience, yeah, right? So, Yeah, yeah that chemistry. Really, yeah, that chemistry. It's like, why does why have we invited Ood to the platform? I mean, for the podcast. I mean, she really adds nothing. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> but she has an X factor.
2: Take, take me out, then. Listen. See what no, it'll suck. That's why. <laughs>
0: right and that's why we invite guests like maya because they have an x factor yeah so there you go guys There's
2: no podcast are produced when i'm vacation i'm just saying <laughs>
3: <laughs> not true
2: has it aired not no. true <laughs> has <laughs> it aired, <laughs> aired? no <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck>.
3: uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: hara is gonna replace you
2: all right it's fine she's also good that's fine i can live with that <laughs> healthy competition <laughs> yeah but i actually i want to speak a little bit more into you guys about this new way of production because chris you have you have obviously touched upon it but what have you also noticed in this new way of production when uh it goes to TikTok, and versus what you guys are used to known for producing a lot of
1: content right mm. um well i think it's really important for TikTok content to at least look like it's out of the pocket, mm. if um, or if you create content that's really professional, then you kind of have to tell, like mm. I'm in a studio because of this right. and this and this. You gotta have to be extremely transparent with mm. what you do and how you do it, because otherwise, it doesn't it, it's well, not authentic. I'm, yeah. 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 Right. So um, and I and I and I think people think that because it's not a big studio setup oh then it's easier mm. but it's actually it's actually not at all it, it, maybe at least not until you kind of get the hang of it because it's a new um how can i say like middle ground between mm. really professional content setup and then doing it at home in your living room yeah. which can be like anybody Susanna and everybody and mm. then like right in the middle of that is like a new way of creating content mm. that's professional looks very relatable yeah it's interesting but that's the thing right yeah. things that look
2: effortless usually takes it's, a lot yeah. of
0: time yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's uh sleight of hand production Yeah. You know, sleight of hand like as a, a, a magician would have like yeah because you can see it actually like someone who's really native with TikTok shooting something mm. versus somebody who's not oh yeah you can tell instantly yes. like mm. the camera the way they move the phone the transitions the angles the the whole thing it feels weird yeah right but someone who's native with TikTok you go oh okay yeah and you really see it but it is sleight of hand it's it's behind the scenes you don't really see it until Mm. you see it yeah
1: Yeah. exactly it's weird yeah and just how close like just how close the camera is to your face and like (laughs) there's just a lot of little different things that when i'm at the shoots uh, on the different shoots with melina and the crew i'm just like oh oh (laughs) <laughs> whoa okay yeah and I've been creating content for like years and years now but yeah. still like this is a new way and it's so interesting because I think it also pushes the boundaries mm. on how you do content on the other platforms and yeah. it really creates new requirements to also the talent that we see in the space mm. Yeah. So. so lastly
2: do you guys have any advice to share for fellow marketers
1: who, uh, who want
2: to get on TikTok what's your uh, what do you have some advice
1: for them I I think the the um, the advice that I give most often is that, you know don't reuse uh Instagram reels and mm. put them on TikTok, create TikTok content and then if it's really good try it on Instagram reels, mm. but not the other way around. Yeah. Um and I think that's a, a broadly given advice of many people who work on TikTok. So I'll give another one as well and that's about finding the right people. You you kind of have to really um invest in finding Mm. the people with the right it factor like who likes to be yeah in front of the camera
0: that's a good tip i I think that's uh yeah i would add like you kind of have to be a little bit experimental oh yeah like you have to let your guard down a bit I, i think like that's been what's been really wonderful about working with you guys is that you've you've taken our advice you've like worked with it you've worked with us to figure out the right mix of everything and i think like it's a really good opportunity for marketers to play around mm. to figure like to not be so like hardcore this is the line in the sand like you have an opportunity to play and and mm. have fun and figure out things and laugh and, and produce and, and just go out there and, and kind of experiment You experiment with it. And I think like use that opportunity because those don't come around that often. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's my, my biggest advice is like see it for what it is, is that here's our chance to, to get into the laboratory mm, and do yeah. some experimenting. And then uh, you just have fun doing it. So mm. versus maybe something like a Instagram strategy now that's pretty much. You know, you can experiment a lot, but there's a lot, like you said, you it's very higher end production. You yeah. want to show your best face. Like, mm. there's some of it's those more things. Glossy. That are, yeah, it's more yeah, glossy. Yeah. So you're kind of like stuck in some of the hardcore brand guides and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, and
1: so. I also think like with uh, new t- new platforms, TikToks. We we'll, we we'll, briefly talked about Twitch. Like, if you're not open to learning and growing with the platform, then mm. you you're kind of you know. Um, Tripping yourself. Mm. Yeah, if you're trying to force uh, yeah. the platform yeah. to do something that it yes, exactly. doesn't do. Yeah, mm. just yeah. be open to learn a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point.
2: That's a good point. Is there any areas? Just my last question here. Actually, is there any area you think uh, Meta's could improve on on social? Is there anything you haven't leveraged, or do you want to have better uh, monetization or of any sorts?
1: Yeah, right now we're because especially Facebook and Instagram were born in a time where. Um, all the platforms should be able to do all the things so um, we're trying to kind of reverse how we work with the platforms mm. and kind of create more uh, editorial strategies for mm. both platforms and then invite brands into our editorial strategy Where right now brands are you know we run a lancome ad and then we run a e-cooking ad on kind of their terms mm. whereas we kind of want to create uh, a platform with the customer in mind like what would they like to see, and mm. uh, because then we can give our brands also more value from working with us. Because right now, they can they can as well run an ad anywhere else, yeah, and put it as as well as put it on our Facebook. But if we create uh, an editorial standpoint where mm. our content is just more interesting, um, or more authentic, or more believable, or more anything that gives. Uh, value to our end customers then we will be better partners for our brands yeah. as well and you for our a media that's, yeah that's Wolf well set that's great yeah so we're yeah. kind of trying to to turn that upside down right now yeah,
0: yeah that's a good idea i think it's very cool mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to seeing more of that
1: yeah me too yeah. yeah awesome awesome thank you guys so
2: much for sharing so today we have learned six golden nuggets from you guys primarily Maya. Uh, The head of social media and influencers so let me summarize these six golden nuggets, right?
0: Why are you laughing? (laughs) I think it's it's awesome. It's so good. Six golden nuggets. Primarily from Maya. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) that's great I'm so she's a guest here. yeah yeah Let of course shine. but like yeah. of course of course okay all right
2: so first one is have goals for your social media presence a heritage brand like mesas is a place to be for the customers get inspiration have a community to share conversations and opinions Two, have platform-based goals you can have a ultimate goal direction for our channels but have a platform to but have a platform-specific tactic and persona. For example, Instagram is a good first-hand impression, Facebook is a platform to be your authentic, your, your, yourself, and TikTok is kind of your playground. So make a strategic choice about what content to what platform. Three, focus on what makes sense for your brand when you think social media performance, figure out your KPIs, is it reach you care more about, or is it growth awareness, or is it brand engagement? Four, social commerce, leverage the in-app shopping and live shopping experience. It helps your audience feel seen if you do the right targeting. And five is customer experience on social media. You don't have to bring what works in stores to social. You can kind of scale your customer experience by tagging products, provide information, make the customer journey seamless. And the last one, the sixth one is brands on TikTok, be authentic. Experiment to find your voice, get insights from your community, understand your audience, lingo, speak it, and most importantly, create TikTok native content. And this really also speaks to all your platform. No size, no one size fits all. Wow. So here you have it.
0: Holy shit.
2: Yeah, how to make a heritage brand come to life on social. Subscribe, leave your thoughts, your likes, your dislike with us, and stay tuned for the next one. Thank you guys for listening.
0: See you guys.
3: Bye. Bye. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.